Enjoy the inspiration and the introspection on the River Rain Show. Hi there, I'm Catherine Allen. I'm your host, and I'm a clairvoyant medium, astrologer, and I'm the author of a book called A Little Bit of Intuition. On the River Rain Show, I like to help empower people. I like to help you go deeper. I like to help you think of things in a new way that might shift your paradigm. A lot of people feel that they're on a crossroads uh, when they come to spiritual things. And I like to help you by taking you a little bit into your truer feelings, trusting your gut about your situation, helping you with how to make healthy decisions when you're at these crossroads, all with the perspective or the lens of metaphysical and spiritual information that comes with it. So I play a wide variety of music from all different eras. I might play some um, TV show themes. I might read some poetry or some quotes, all meant to consolidate the theme and to empower you to trust yourself. When you trust yourself, your life will flow. The more you learn to trust yourself more intimately, the more your life will flow and the more the magic will happen. And that's what I genuinely want for everybody. So welcome to the River Rain Show. Turn on the light, open your eyes, put on your bags down, turn round, we are home.
Open your eyes, put all your bags down, turn round, we are home. We are home. We are home. Find your people, find your tribe, those who lift up your Tonight we are talking about finding your tribe. Probably going to be a much more common theme and life experience for many people, I would say, in the next coming years. And part of why I'm saying that is astrological. We have Saturn moving into Aquarius on December uh, 17th, I believe. And it's going to stick around for about three years. And Saturn is a life lesson, it's a teacher, it's a place in our chart or in our lives or, you know, globally, where we're being tested. And Aquarius is all about um, brotherly love and accepting people with their all, all their different quirks and quirks and letting people sort of just do you and letting people do what they want as long as they don't hurt anybody. And a lot of people will have you know strange interests and quirky things that they like and they want to be free to do them as long as they're not hurting anyone and um, definitely it's a sign of diversity and sometimes even rebellious or um, eccentric or kinky weird things <laughs> and with Saturn in Aquarius there, we're going to go through a time where people will want um, to show their, find their true colors, show their true colors and be accepted and have rights to show their true colors. So this is the kind of time I'm sure that if you just take a look at what's going on around us and how much polarity and division and rebellion and upset and, you know, there is going on even over over the election but to me it 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 just makes sense that people are crying out to be um to find people who are like them and to be accepted and i think we're just going to be coming into a time where people are more honest less generic probably less willing to please and and um 
concede and bend over. They want to really be true to who they are and they want to find who's with them. Um, one of the, the main quotes about your tribe is, you know, if you don't know who your tribe is, speak your truth and see who sticks around. And I think that that's going to be very, very true. So tonight is all about finding your tribe. And so you have to just take a moment and think, how, how do you find your tribe? Have you found yours? You know, do you have any clue who they are? And hopefully a lot of you listening will say, yeah, I know who they are. And I know some of them. Some of you will feel really plugged into it. Maybe for a long time you've been on this path. Others of you might be feeling that you're still surrounded by people that you feel don't see you, don't know who you are. And you're not expressing yourself and you're not growing. And you're not thriving. And therefore you know that you're not around the right people, not around the right tribe to support you. And you've got to migrate. You've got to figure out where and who and what. So hopefully this show will give you some ideas some inspiration, some comfort, and um, yeah, maybe maybe it'll be clearer, a little bit clearer. Hmm. So I was part of something interesting this last three days called the Guided Summit. Um, if you wanted to hear uh, my interview with the organizer, Kim Lyday, it was last Monday. You can hear it on the podcast, uh, the archives at any time on Anchor FM under River Rain Show, Anchor FM. And I was listening to three days worth of of speakers. Um, There were maybe about 12 of us. And it was really great, I have to say. So when you talk about finding your tribe, and I was just invited to to be a part of a a group about following your intuition. Um, And I, I listened to 11 other intuitives speaking the same language as me. Um, I can pretty confidently say that this is my tribe. This is a good part of my tribe. People that are on the path of uh, trusting them, their intuition, who have refined and tuned into themselves, have done that level of um, presence, meditation, a level of a work on themselves. In order to be that present, you have to work on yourself. And so I'm also amongst my tribe when it comes to the book that I wrote, A Little Bit of Intuition, and I'm meeting a few more of the authors from the series, and I'm really resonating strongly with them, which feels wonderful. And there are upcoming projects um, in the works. Can't say more because it hasn't been launched, but there is something in the works, which is really cool. And if you want to hear my interview with another one of my little bit of series authors, uh, I interviewed Deacon Carpenter a couple weeks ago. He wrote a little bit of Ayurveda. So you might want to listen to that on my archives as well, because uh, we just had a really great click. and it was, it was really fun. So I share this with you because I've had a long journey of finding my own tribe as well. You know, the path of the mystic or the spiritual seeker often starts with a difficult family or the lack of a family and you are propelled or exiled or compelled by survival by by a sense of growth that you need 
by a sense of feeling left out or odd, um, knowing there's something more, or sometimes you're leaving uh, crippling circumstances behind um, in, in faith that there is something else in the world. And so a lot of people on the spiritual path um, can, can often feel like we were in a position to go out there and find our own tribe that is not uh, necessarily or usually blood family. So it's quite a harrowing thing, really, because our society is still functions very much on this tribal feeling of families. And uh, your family can definitely be your tribe. On some level, they always will. But when you're talking about uh, tonight's show, and when we speak a lot of the time about this phrase, find your tribe, we're not talking about find where your blood relatives are, uh, even though you don't feel anybody knows you or gives a shit about your life path. And you don't know them, and they don't know you really as a person. That, that's, that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about find, find where you thrive, find who shares and ignites your mind, find who shares your sense of humor, find who has a strong enough passion and interest like you do, that there is such a level of affinity and uh, self-acceptance and self-expression, then you have found your tribe. Um, a lot of people, you know, tribes are based a lot on survival. And I think that's where our society clings to the idea of the family as the only tribe. Because it's a survival-based thing. We need each other to survive, therefore we are together. And although this is still true in many ways, it's also not true in our society now. You can support yourself and sustain yourself. Um, very often, more and more of us are alone, single, self-employed, living alone. There's lots and lots, lots and lots and lots that are... Um, and so, where are they finding their tribes? Well, amongst friends, colleagues, people with similar interests. So... That's the journey we're on this evening. Gonna have some great music, gonna have some food for thought, like usual. And um, the only thing I have to announce is just that uh, I'm still, with all the COVID shutdowns and lockdowns that we've had since April, off and on, um, I work online and I'm here to help you online. Um, I'm able to do any sort of reading or energy work uh, with Zoom. We can, we can do anything. And um, I also have online courses. If you are feeling that, you know, it's time to study or studying would uplift you over the COVID, uh, over the course of the winter, then I have online courses for you. So just check out my website, river-rain.com. You'll see stuff about readings, different types of services, and you'll see stuff on online learning. All right. So let's get to our song of the week. Sometimes it feels like I'm watching 
from the outside Sometimes it feels like I'm breathing But am I alive? I won't keep searching for answers That aren't here to find All I know is I'm not home yet This is not Jennifer Pastiloff. Find your tribe, you know, the ones that you feel the most you, the ones that lift you up and help you remember who you really are, the ones that remind you that a blip in the road is just that, a blip. They are the ones that when you walk out of a room, they make you feel like a better person than when you walked in. They are the ones that even if you don't see them face to face as often as you'd like, you see them heart to heart. You know that kind of tribe? Who's your tribe?
to this quote that I first mentioned at the beginning of the show by Nania Hoffman says if you want to know who your tribe is speak your truth then see who sticks around those are the people who get a spot in your blanket fort I like that the blanket fort (laughs) 
That's true. Do you remember having blanket forts when you were a kid? I sure do. We used to tip over furniture and then pull out all the blankets and sheets and weigh them down with books and sort of, you know, make tunnels out of them if we could. We had a basement, so we did it with mattresses sometimes. And I used to get in there and spread towels or other blankets to make it like a carpet inside the blanket fort. And then, you know, you had very strict rules of who's allowed in and who's not allowed in. And one minute you're saying, no girls allowed, no no boys allowed to your brother. And he's shouting, no girls allowed. And it's talking to me, stuff like that. But anyway, <laughs> but the more important thing that we're talking about now is speaking your truth and see who sticks around. Oh boy. I mean, if any of us haven't learned that lesson by now in the middle of, of a pandemic and the middle of a, a contentious election, as soon as you speak, even when you're not speaking deeply from the heart of your truth, you're speaking um, something you consider to be light, easy, obvious. It isn't um, not to people that disagree with you who don't share your values and you know now more than ever we're really we're really seeing um who does align and think like us and who doesn't and so it's um sometimes you know you hear like find your truth speak your truth and as if it's a romantic thing and it's not it's a hard thing it's it's a painful fucking thing um if you say something that you really believe and you really you're risking or you're being vulnerable to say it um you're touching on something that you it's a deep part of who you are and you verbalize it and people shit on it or they tell you that you're uninformed stupid whatever haven't done your research um they imply that you're haven't thought it through when you clearly have imply that you don't have the right information when you you know you've done lots of research and reading on it um it really can sting you know and how quickly people can dismiss each other online it's really amazing actually how extreme that's become when um an author that I very much like and do align with was posting something uh, last week. He's been consistently vocal on a certain set of values and um, and principles, which are talking about being real about your spiritual path and very often how that goes against um, what we see in the the common spirituality, new age, self-help movement, uh, what we see with a lot of gurus. A lot of the time, this is his words, Jeff uh, Jeff Brown is his name. Um, A lot of the time they're, they're teaching a form of dissociation instead of really feeling and embodying uh, your physical pain, your trauma, your emotions, honoring what happened to us, you know, and so I decided because I, I was mulling over all week, you know, do I, do I come out and say clearly what I feel on these topics around um, 
the election, different things. So I decided to do it. And it was it was an interesting exercise because um, on Jeff's page, of course, I do agree with a lot of people. A lot of people agree with Jeff, and I agree with Jeff, and so therefore you find a little tribe there. Um, so, you know, 35, 40 people clicked like to my post. And uh, it's not about getting likes, but it's just interesting always to me as a social experiment to see, like, what, what do people click like on and what don't they bother? Because I post these things and these opinions and other things. I say them out loud to friends. I say them, um, I say them in other ways online. And so why suddenly 35 people validate that comment, you know, and other times nothing. And then I had in, in the sea of all the of that I had one person just start throwing hate at me uh, who I've never met and I recognized that he's never met me he's never had sat down had a conversation hasn't checked what I've done or not done just some word triggered him and therefore I must be full of shit and blah 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 and I bring this up only because I know that this is a, a lot of people are going through this and as we discern who our tribe is and isn't, and if you want to speak your truth and know who sticks around, well, if you're going to risk speaking your truth to that degree, you're going to also get the haters. And you're going to get more of that than we've ever had because it's happening online where it's easy to do that. If, if you were sitting in a living room gathering and uh, somebody shared their truth and would somebody sit there and call them full of shit the way they do on Facebook? No. No, not there's no social consequences on Facebook really as there are in person. So when you want to speak your truth and find who sticks around, I would say it's less about posting your opinions online even though I still did that as an experiment, but I know that if I want to find really who my tribe are, it's going to be about speaking my truth in interpersonal relationships and see who sticks around. Augustus rings with the echo in him of my fellow passer, and they turn to it like a fox to a burrow, like an eel to an airy. And my God, it's getting hard to even hum a single thing, cause you are the song that I'd always sing.
just like an angel skin makes me cry you float like a this song because <clears throat> it's a powerful song. It's a powerful message, Creep, uh, by Radiohead. There's a reason that the song is so popular and keeps um, being sung and covered over and over and over for so many years. Um, so it stimulates mm-hmm. a few things I want to say. And one of those things is how many people feel 
that they don't belong. You know, there's no way a song like this would be so popular if it didn't capture something real. You know, I'm a creep. I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I don't belong here. So that just tells you right there how many people feel alone, left out, strange, and that they don't feel they fit or they don't feel they found their tribe. I don't belong here. I mean, how much more can you say? And so, you know, if I double check, I'm going to double check what year that was written. Because uh, that's an awful long time for a song to still be like an anthem, you know? It just tells you how many people feel just like you do. And that we've all felt that. 1993. Jesus. Okay. <sighs> wow. 27 years ago. And that song is still alive and well and sung at many places. <laughs> wow. So this is capturing, you know, the loneliness and the disconnect of generations. The other thing I wanted to say, though, that, that this inspires me to say is that if you make your tribe about other people who feel alone and lost and rejected and that they don't fit, you'll find your tribe, but you won't have a very happy time still. Because what, what needs to bond you to have a healthy tribe is people that are uh, connected to their core values, people that are expressing something that they find real, passionate, worthwhile, people that are bonding around interests that are real. When you bond around things like, yeah, well, we all like to get drunk, you're bonding around something that is self-destructive. So what you have in common is that you both want to self-destruct. What you have in common is that you both want to numb yourself from pain. You know, what binds the group is, well, we're going to consent not to be real about anything with people, with each other or, or with ourselves. We're going to consent to just numbing it out. You know, if you had a group that sat around and ate donuts all night, it would be the same thing. It's not because it's alcohol. It's not because it's marijuana. But it does provide people with groups and tribes around addictions and they they're false tribes really because for a while you've got people to smoke or drink or whatever you do with you know we don't have donut binging groups <laughs> people do that alone <laughs> um, but otherwise it could be the same thing it's it's still bonding around whatever numbs you and you're not going to find your tribe that way you're going to find for a while that you feel a, a belonging and then the first sign of having a real tr a real problem no one's really going to be willing or equipped to help you with it and you're going to feel betrayed by that tribe the other thing that typically happens in those in those groups too is that um when you when somebody starts to feel angry this kind of group doesn't know how to handle anger 
because they're trying to numb every everything a little bit. So they can't handle much conflict resolution, so they don't survive, and they break apart pretty easily. Um, not everybody, but there's a lot of that. And the other, the other thing, if you bond over something that is built on escapism or, or self-neglect, is the second that you want to heal and get better, you're going to lose those people. Um, they're not going to be, oh yeah, great, I'm so glad you're not smoking. Oh, but we all smoke still, so um, yeah, see ya. So we really need to be if you're if you're feeling lost and adrift and like you don't feel you fit. If you're feeling like that creep, um, and you need to find where you belong, you gotta find it on something that is healthy. If you want it to last. Blame it all on my roots I showed up in boots And ruined your blind tie affair The last one to know The last one to show I was the last one you thought you'd see there And I saw the surprise And the fear in his eyes When I took his glass of champagne I toasted you, said, honey, we may be through, but you'll never hear me complain. Cause I got friends in low places where the whiskey drowns and the beer chases my blues away. Slip on down to the oasis So I've got a friend in love, they say I was wrong I just don't belong But then I've been there before Everything's alright I'll just say goodnight And I'll show myself To the door Hey, I didn't mean To cause a big scene Just give me an hour And then I'll be as high as that ivory tower That you're living in Cause I got friends in old places Where the whiskey drowns And the beer chases my blues away And I'll be okay Slip on down to the oasis So I've got a friend in love, they say
got me in it. What about her? Don't worry about me. I'm okay. Very magnanimous, sir. Very magnanimous indeed. <laughs> you mean, you are going to make us an offer we, we can't refuse? So light can always 
friends in low places and the friends of Mr. Cairo. So, quite an expose on the kinds of crowds and tribes and people we can find that we resonate with, right? From line dancing in a country bar to the crazy friends of Mr. Cairo. But this is where I really believe a lot of the world is heading. Um, I think we're going to see more and more people declaring, you know, um, I like dogs and butterflies and pineapple on my pizza. Oh, I don't, so you're not my tribe. Oh, okay, well, I really believe um, that uh, all people are equal and deserve equal pay. Oh, well, I'm still having trouble with that, so bye. I mean, that's, a, that's an old one, but I'm trying to make a point that, uh, you know, when you find people that are sharing your very particular interests, quirks, and ideas, you'll find them. Like, if you express it out loud, if you go looking for it, you'll find people that also are, are like you. It, it, you know, obviously, depending on what it is, it gets more and more and more um, exclusive or rare to find. Um, but now we have the internet, we can find whoever thinks like us. We're not stuck in, uh, you know, villages without communication across the world like we used to, where if you didn't think like your town, you were the weirdo. And you did feel left out and outcast, and you didn't feel like you had somewhere to go. That is just not true now. We all move around. We have the internet. People find each other. So, you know, if you like to crochet while you're having margaritas, you'll find your tribe. And if you like to, I don't know, go hunting in your bare feet, then you'll find your tribe. Like, there's, it's out there. That's one thing life taught me, especially living in the city. Cities are, you know, just little microcosms of the world. No matter what I was interested in or thought was new, I'd go looking, and it already existed long before me. It wasn't original. I was just joining a bunch of people who had also figured out that they wanted to bond around and create events or whatever, gatherings around certain interests. So, voila. If you take a risk and you say, you know what, I really want to find people that like to tap dance in the rain, well, you'll find a group that also wants to do that with you. There might not be many, depending what it is, but you will find them. So, you know, quote, when you find people who are not only tolerate your quirks, but celebrate them with cries of, me too, be sure to cherish them because those weirdos are your tribe.
tuned into your frequency. You sense a strong connection beyond blood or race. You're connected by energy and vibration. Through quantum communication, they intuitively answer your silent call and show up, bringing unconditional love and support at the perfect times. You share an unspoken level of understanding. They just let you, they just get you, and they get what you're all about. For those people, be thankful. They are your reminders from the universe that on the deepest level of our existence, we are one. That's Keanu Star. So I'm reminded once again of this quality of your tribe that does not rely on um, family or blood connection necessarily. I think it's important to expand your mind beyond the possibilities that your tribe, the people you might feel the best with, closest to, the people that might have your back the most in life, the ones that you might share the most inspiring or intimate things of your life, are very often not your family. Now, you know, we've all grown up indoctrinated that you should be that close to your family or that it's only within families that you should share certain personal things. 
But how many people have made this journey away from the family trying to heal things? So, so many, right? So many. And so we can't discount the validity of friends as family. And if you want to find your tribe, you're looking at basically finding your spirit family. And um, it is, I've heard many, many good stories from people who have that. And um, it requires possibly more work on everybody's part because you have to move beyond whatever your, um, whatever your conditioning was that makes your family sort of tick and work, whether it's dysfunctional or not. But you're used to it. Everyone in the family consents to it. There's a lot of patterns that nobody will really be thinking about or questioning. And it just keeps repeating. And so if those things are healthy or bring you comfort, then, you know, then that's wonderful. Um, but if it doesn't, then you then if you branch out and you start looking for your tribe or your spirit family, you're likely going to have to reevaluate how you do things and how you think about life. And you, you might have to raise, raise the bar or adapt to something else so that um, you can assimilate into a new family-like, uh, you know, tribe that, that does work well for you. I know I had to work extremely hard at this, um, and I continue to, because there's certain skills that it takes in order to negotiate healthy relationships, and um, if you don't grow up with them, then it's, it's hard to keep, it's hard to learn them sometimes, or to trust that, you know, you will be accepted uh, when you express, uh, let's say, disagreement or conflicts if you didn't grow up in a household that knew how to handle that. Um, you know, some people just, oh, pardon me, it's late and it's, uh, it's snowed today for the, we had our first snowfall here in Montreal, so it's making me feel very like a bear in a cave. And, um, but yes, all this to say, be willing to learn new traditions, be willing to learn better relationship skills. Um, if you want to venture outside what, what you, what you know, and find a better place to fit some stuff, some stuff will fit and won't take nearly as much work as it did before when you recognize each other, but there's still always going to be some work in relationships. We don't get away from it. You, you'll find your tribe and you'll still have days where you disagree. And you'll still have things where you've got to learn how to communicate better or be more tolerant or patient, but at least you're starting from, you know, a better feeling place where, where you do feel seen and heard and loved and accepted in the first place. So keep, keep looking for those ones, you know, keep, keep that faith that you can find that spirit family because you can, you can't really be your best self until you do find your tribe. I, I totally agree with that.
I can feel it on my tongue Brick and mortar Thick as scripture Drawing lines in the sand And laying borders As tall as towers I babble on Until my voice is gone This hill I'll die on Is about 90 meters of bricks Colored indigo and inscribed with my name and lined with cedar. But the words fall flat like symbols crashing, like molders gnashing. It's like constellations a million years away. Every good intention, every good intention. Interpolation, a line we drew in the array Looking for the faces, looking for the shapes in the silence All that's left for me to climb to the heavens is chasm of the night and the matter of time but I hear the rumble as the tectonic plates start to shake and I feel my blood pounding like the beat of a drum it's like constellations a million years away every good intention every good intention is interpolated
Beyond the ocean sight, I'm unaware. Blocked out the other side, like I was never there. Like I was never there. They said the boat had sailed. I left them bare. Oh, how the wind would wail! Like I was never there. Like I was never there. Oh, my friends, I am heavy. Can I breathe within your? Can I plead within your love, oh my friends? Beyond the ocean sights, I'm unaware. Locked out the other side, like I was never there, like I was never there. My only space to empty stairs. Oh, how the light would change! Like I was never there. Like I was never there. Oh, my friends, I am heavy. Can I beat within your? Within your love, oh my friends, and oh my friends, I am ready. Can I beat within your heart? Can I bleed within your love, oh my? And I can't forget it All of the love, all of the love As we stood tall together All of the love, all of the love And I can't forget it All of the love, all of the love As we stood tall together All of the love, all of the love And I can't forget it And all my friends, I am heavy. Can I beat within your heart? Can I bleed within your Can I be?
I love the feeling of that last song. So I have another quote for you, taking you a little deeper into these feelings of finding where you belong. This is by Scott Stabile. Stabile. He says, Find people who can handle your darkest truths, who don't change the subject when you share your pain or try to make you feel bad for feeling bad. Find people who understand we all struggle, some of us more than others, and that there's no weakness in admitting it. Find people who want to be real, however that looks and feels, and who want you to be real too. Find people who get that life is hard, and who get that life is also beautiful, and who aren't afraid to honor both of those realities. Find people who help you feel more at home in your heart, mind, and body, and who take joy in your joy. Find people who love you for real and accept you for real, just as you are. They're out there, these people. Your tribe is waiting for you. I think this is my favorite one of the night. Um, this embodies, for me, the real sentiment of of being truly accepted when there's there's no filter there's no faking there's no half-ass about it if people can listen when you're in pain and they don't run if people are happy for you when you're happy instead of jealous or competing with you if people get that life is great and life is also suffering Hallelujah for that. Because a lot of people build their groups and tribes around happy joy joy, whether it is or not, faking it. And a lot of people build their tribes around um, life is crap, life's a bitch, things are negative, you know. And that's how they bond, is in this negative mindset. So I love this quote that he's describing. Find people who get that life is hard and who get that life is also beautiful. Then you've found a tribe that understands life much deeper and in a more balanced way. And when that happens, you're a lot more free to be yourself and to be real. I guess my point in, in all of this ultimately is um, if you if a tribe is going to survive and be strong whatever that tribe is you have to be able to be real or it ain't gonna last or you will start feeling uncomfortable or silenced or something all over again so the goal is find where and with who you can be real and the first step even before that is be real with yourself get real with yourself be honest with yourself the more you're honest with yourself the better you'll find who's also out there with you and it is possible of course it is for everybody it might take a little bit of work depending on where your circumstances are now and who you are around and how big a change you need to make, but it is possible for everyone. 
to find their tribe.
This concludes our show on finding your tribe. If this has stimulated you and you would like to talk or you need coaching or you'd like a reading or you're feeling like you just need someone to talk to about finding your tribe, you can always reach me and we can set up something to help you uh, at river-rain.com. And uh, I wish you all a lovely day or a lovely evening, depending on when you're listening to this. I'll be back next week. Um, with a special show based on somebody that I have met in my intuitive tribe, somebody I met at the Guided Summit. So she's going to be talking about light codes. Pretty cool stuff. All right, I'll see you next week. I was raised up believing I was somehow unique Like a snowflake distinct among snowflakes Unique in each way you can see And now after some thinking I'd say I'd rather be A functioning cog in some great machinery Serving something beyond me But I don't, I don't know what that will be I'll get back to you someday Soon you will see What's my name? What's my station? Oh, just tell me what I should do I don't need to be kind
and the introspection on the River Rain Show. Hi there, I'm Catherine Allen. I'm your host, and I'm a clairvoyant medium, astrologer, and I'm the author of a book called A Little Bit of Intuition. On the River Rain Show, I like to help empower people. I like to help you go deeper. I like to help you think of things in a new way that might shift your paradigm. A lot of people feel that they're on a crossroads, Uh, when they come to spiritual things and I like to help you by taking you a little bit into your truer feelings trusting your gut about your situation helping you with how to make healthy decisions when you're at these crossroads all with the perspective or the lens of 
metaphysical and spiritual information that comes with it. So I play a wide variety of music from all different eras. I might play some um, TV show themes. I might read some poetry or some quotes, all meant to consolidate the theme and to empower you to trust yourself. When you trust yourself, your life will flow. The more you learn to trust yourself more intimately, the more your life will flow and the more the magic will happen. And that's what I genuinely want for everybody. So welcome to the River Rain Show. you came from life on earth in this body a brave and beautiful choice you have everything you need just remember to breathe the codes of light you carry inside anchor a new way a new way of life heart-centered being awareness and seeing you are out on the leading edge Rise up tall, use your voice Straighten the crown on your head We need you to fully be here Embodied and clear Know your health, oh so loved Adored by the earth and the heavens above you have everything you need, just remember to breathe. The codes of light you carry inside, anchor a new way, a new way of life. Heart-centered being, awareness and seeing, you are out on the leading edge. A global awakening, a rising of frequency. These are intense and thrilling times The codes of light you carry inside Anchor a new way, a new way of life Heart-centered being, awareness and seeing You are out on the leading edge The codes of light you carry inside on the lead. 